Now this is not going to be pretty. We're talking violence, strong language, adult content. your Buffy expert Meg and I am your Buffy virgin Quatina uh Quatina how does it feel to be like at a table with like a recording space you feel so professional you have your own mic this week hey guys we're stepping our game up you can hear me better I will mumble well yeah because my sister who uh my sister Linda hi Linda who is now uh editing our podcast for us yes Yes. thank you Linda on board uh she informed me that uh you are much funnier than me oh and it was too difficult to hear you. <laughs> and you should talk more and I should learn to shut up. <clears throat> so. <laughs> we will both talk equally. I'll try my best. So, uh, let's see. Uh, let's get into our wine pairing with today's episode. Yes, yes, I yes. am so excited about the two pairings today. For okay. those of you, a uh, little glimpse behind the scenes. Um, since we're both working professionals with, like, a life. Yes. We try to get together and record two episodes at a time. So tonight, our first episode is episode one, or season one, episode seven, Angel. Yes, you already know I'm super psyched for this. So we are going to pair this episode with Cupcake Vineyard's Angel Mm -hmm. Food Wine. Mm. Okay, so there's yours. Tap it sexy. There's mine. So this is a California wine from 2015 from Cupcake Vineyard's. It's a white blend. And they're actually really close-lipped about what grapes are in that blend. All I can guarantee is in there is Chardonnay, um, which is a white, fleshy grape from Burgundy, classically, uh, but grows really, really well in California. And in California, it tends to get a little bit of like a buttery, creamy flavor Mm. to it. Okay. I Very like those words. Yeah, vanilla. Cream. Yeah. Yeah, because you know I like them vanilla. Mm-hmm. No, Wait. I don't. I'm no, sorry. you don't. That no, was, you don't. No, that's not true. <laughs> I like everything. Okay. Um, you just want something right now. I just now. want something right now. You know what I'm saying? White, black. Um, and Viognier, which is another typically French uh, grape, but also mm-hmm. does very well, especially in foggy, higher climates like um, Napa Valley, Sonoma, where you've got the fog coming in from the bay. And then receiving it. And that's where Napa cabbage comes from, people. Yes. (laughs) So, (laughs) um, this one, they have tried pretty hard to make it taste as much like angel food cake as Mm. possible. Um, The varietals they use were all fermented separately. So, usually when you have a white wine blend or a red wine blend, Mm -hmm. they're going to take all the grapes, pick them all from the vines, throw them all in the same place and mush them and ferment them from there. But this yes. one, they did it just like, here's some Chardonnay, here's some Viognier. Okay. And then they, once it was all kind of ready, then mixed it together to get, and I guess that gives them more control over, oh, we need a little bit more vanilla. Yeah. We need a little bit That's more granny apple. Aspect. Okay. So this one should be um, luscious and aromatic. Mm, luscious. little uh, yes. Granny Smith apple, some vanilla mm. bean, toasted coconut, maybe creme brulee. And a very creamy mouthfeel. Okay. I like stuff in my mouth. Yeah, nice and creamy stuff in your yeah, mouth. Creamy yeah, creamy stuff mm-hmm, in my mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't want it so. chunky, that's no, for sure. No, no. Just All gotta right. let it go down easy. You know how it... Okay, we're just Let's gonna try. Let's try this, okay? Okay. 
I like it. Yeah, you like? I realize I do. I like white wine, so. You do. You yeah. do. I'm you just... really went to town on that, um, like, the first time I had you come over, we didn't record anything. We just watched a couple of episodes yeah. and poured champagne, and you were just sucking that down. I'm so into this. Yeah, I'm really into this right now. Yeah, yeah. I do get a lot of, um, I'm actually getting a lot of tropical fruit, though. Like, pineapple, maybe? Pineapple? Where? Mm-hmm. Very back of your tongue. My palate is just not as developed <laughs> as you like. Well, you're not a sommelier. Yeah, that's very true. There we go. So, um, I taste wine. You um, taste, uh, and it tastes mm-hmm. whiteish. Yeah, and it tastes whiteish. And those are the that's the description I can give you. Do you have a creamy mouthfeel? Do you think? Are you getting that? Um, it's filling my mouth. So basically, a creamy mouthfeel. It basically, instead of it like automatically making your tongue go kind of puckery and kind of like dry, like when you drink lemon, like you chew, you chew on a lemon. I hate lemon. And a lot of like wines can do that. It makes your mouth, your tongue feel automatically dry. Mm-hmm. This one should be a little bit softer, not necessarily make you pucker as much. You know what? Since you've given me that description, I'm yes, I'm feeling that. It's as if it softly coats my tongue. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like. You know, yeah. sometimes when you get that hit wine, it was just like, yep. yep. But this one kind of just goes down easy. It is kind of like a tart apple. Yeah, I'm gonna guess what that. A lot of that is so after they fermented everything separately in stainless steel, so that imparts the Oof. least amount of like oakiness and yeah. various flavors. But also, oak tends to mellow a wine flavor a little bit. Okay. Um, like it makes it less bright and acidic. Mm. So I think what we should do is we should uh, pour ourselves another glass of this and sit down yes. for episode seven, okay? Here we go. We'll be Welcome back to Meet at the Bronze. We just finished episode seven, Angel Cortina. I Thoughts? am so happy and so I'm mildly turned on. Maybe it's the wine. I don't know, but, you know, Angel gets me going. He really does. Like, ugh. There was a lot of sexual tension in this episode, okay? There was indeed. Okay. And we have joining us on the Watchers Council this week, J.R. Merrick. J.R., welcome back. Hey. Yes, previously heard him on episode one, Welcome to the Hellmouth. We have been anxiously awaiting his return to join us. Yeah. J.R., you are here tonight mostly as our vampire lore expert. Can you tell us a little bit about you and your credentials there? Um, so I, I think that should be expert in quotation marks. Basically, <laughs> well, as expert I, as any of those. Yeah, is. yeah. Um, I, basically, I, I think what that means is I've probably read more vampire books and books about vampire history stuff uh, than than I think either of you have. No offense on that, but. Uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, the first book that I ever bought, uh, was, was, uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula, uh, and yeah, it was at a, um, third grade book fair, and, I'm sorry, yeah, (laughs) and, and I, and I bought a copy of that, and I, I was just instantly hooked, and, and, and also, you know, vampires, uh, show up in all kinds of cultural kind of things, not just uh, movies and TV shows, but uh, growing up, I also really enjoyed playing the Castlevania 
video games and whatnot. So I think I think my which I understand are completely based on fact. <laughs> I Those are my, practically a documentary. I think my expertise is more in that I I've just had this lifelong obsession with it. See, and I thought I was an expert because I watched Interview with a Vampire, Queen of the Damned, and True Blood. But I I've never nothing. seen Queen of the Damned oh. or True Blood. Oh. oh dare you you are missing i've read out. twilight like 30 times oh, oh i right twilight i totally <laughs> forgot about that oh, no i know i know oh, i know God. okay um a couple of things i wanted to get into guys a little housekeeping on this episode so this episode actually aired on april 14th 1997 which happened to be sarah michelle geller's 20th birthday wow so happy birthday sarah michelle um from like most 20 <laughs> yes. years ago. 21. 21 years ago. Um, I also thought it was really interesting to point out uh, the German title of this episode. What? Yeah. Uh, it was called Angel Blutige Cusa. What? I think <laughs> is my best guess. Is that almost Which means sexy? Angel Bloody Kisses. <laughs> I don't know why I'm into that. <laughs> that uh, that really turned me on. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what hasn't tonight? <laughs> Everything. It's been a tough nine months. Oh, God. Okay, guys. So this was written by David Greenwald. He's written quite a few episodes at this point. Directed by Scott Brazil. I think that was the first time he directed an episode. Mm-hmm. Um, the synopsis, the official synopsis from The Watcher's Guide is... Buffy finally admits her feelings for Angel, only to discover he's a vampire. Ah, mm. uh, yeah. So, we. Uh, what do What do you think of that, uh, Quadina? <laughs> the fact that she. Or um, the, did you, you? I mean, you knew he was a vampire, right? Yeah, yeah. I definitely already knew because um, I knew about the show already, Angel. Um, I mean, if I found out he was a vampire, but he was kissing like he did, I'd be like, fuck it. You didn't kill me yet. Let's go for it. (laughs) Let's go for it. Let's do it. Just don't get too turned on. Interestingly enough, it turns out that um, to get that vampire makeup on his face, Mm. it took 90 minutes every time they had to put it on. Are you serious? Because it is such an ugly face. I'm so (laughs) sorry. You are so sexy, Angel. But when that face comes on, I'm like, what is with that brow bone? It's just... Ugh. Uh, yeah. Please tell me the vampire makeup changes in the show. It, it gets better. Oh, thank God. It gets better, as do many things, guys, from high school. Oh, um, yeah. All right, I think we should start off with uh, what we're now calling the segment side notes. These yes. are the things that we want to talk about, uh, you know, praying mantises, sexual cannibalism, yes. hyenas. Uh, so I thought it would be really helpful for us, for our listeners, if we kind of started to really get a feel for vampire lore in general, mm-hmm. and then started to really kind of nail down what vampire means in the Joss Whedon-verse. I think Can't. that'll be really helpful as we go forward. I'm with it. I'm with it. Because collectively, it. we've got about 12 seasons of vampirism Holy to shit. deal with, between Buffy is seven and then five for Angel. So. Oh. Um, and everybody keeps asking, yes, we are going to cover Angel when it becomes its own show. Ah! Um, and that's really exciting, except for the second half of season four. I wish hadn't happened, but that's okay. We'll get there when we get there. Of Angel. Uh, that's pretty bad. Yeah, oh. it's pretty bad. If, if, yeah. if, if JR is saying it's bad. It's bad. Oh, no. Okay, so uh, JR, why don't you walk us through? I did a little bit of research on okay. vampires. Uh, a couple of things that we could talk about. I mean, I got into, like, literally the first instances of vampires. I found out that there's 
basically an explanation from a cult uh, of Lilith in the Bible. It goes back to like... This was in True Blood. Oh, can you explain it then? Um, it's been a while, but if I remember clearly, Lilith... I don't know. I think at some point she was in the Garden of Eden. Yes, she was apparently Adam's first wife. Yes, yes, the first wife. Ooh, and, I remember this. She was kicked out because she wouldn't be a subservient. Hoe. Yeah, that's it, subservient. She was not a that feminist. A She's yeah. not a hoe. She was she a was feminist. feminist. AF, guys. She was. I just went with hoe because I'm having wine. <laughs> so um, I've been calling everyone a hoe today. But um, I, um, Lilith, I don't remember anything else. But Lilith is basically where vampires came. Yeah, so she basically, um, hold on, I've got it right here. It's in Hebrew demonology in the Kabbalah. She, uh, in medieval folklore, was Adam's first wife, but refused to be Adam's subordinate and was expelled from the Garden of Eden by God and became queen of the demons. Mm. And she subsisted on blood from babies. Oh! Which, in Bram Stoker's Dracula, uh, Lucy Westrenra, when, when she is killed by Dracula... Uh, becomes the Bluefer Lady, uh, in which she is a vampire who is kidnapping children, and there's all these news reports in, in the novel, uh, and she is taking them to to her, her tomb, which is ultimately how Van Helsing is, is able to track her down, and in and, and, and tracking her down, he is able to uh, get the rest of the characters in, in Dracula to see that vampires do exist uh, because they can see Lucy firsthand as a vampire and then when they when they kill her uh, then they can go after Dracula but but it is that it, it ties into that old idea about you know surviving on babies the the blue for lady and in Bram Stoker's Dracula yeah that ruined everything that made like the whole idea of being a vampire less sexy well, interesting that they that her name's Lucy versus Lilith. I don't know. Like, I wonder if Bram Stoker was doing something there. Well, certainly there. In, in Bram Stoker's novel, it is heavily religious. And, and we could do an entire podcast just on we might. The, the, the kind of um, uh, themes throughout it, including not just religion, but imperialism. And I think you could even get into, with Buffy the Vampire Slayer, uh, some of the common themes that that you see in in both Bram Stoker's Dracula uh, and and Buffy, including this idea that that the vampires are trying to essentially build this army that's going to take over. Uh, yes. Very very similar themes in that sense. But some of the other lore, which I'm sure we'll get into more, are some of the things like you know crosses. Uh, there, there's a piece in this episode about the effect of crosses and there's been a lot of debate. Patina lost her damn uh, mind uh, over that. Well, <laughs> yeah, and, that was you know, hot. whether you're looking at, say, the Anne Rice books and everything, uh, or movies and, and how crosses operate there versus Bram Stoker's Dracula versus Buffy the Vampire Slayer versus so many of the other vampire universes out there. But Twilight. Yeah. Okay. I I read two pages out of a. a okay. A I Twilight thought you were gonna book. say two books, and no, I was no, going no, to no, be no, disappointed. No, no. In no you. I read two pages <laughs> out of out of a Twilight book, and it was so horrendous that I just 
I, I couldn't. Whatever I couldn't. they are. You would just I get the animal magnetism. Of I absolutely Edward. did not read, especially the last two, like, 30 times. Mm, how um, was that, huh? I don't know. For yeah. some reason, it was doing it for me back in the day. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, a couple of things that I did find. I don't know if you have any comment. Um, the word vampire, although there is some kind of blood feasting being in pretty much every ancient text ever every society has always had something the word vampire did not appear in english until 1734 in an anglo-saxon poem the vampire of the fens and vampire is spelled spelled p-y-r-e and the first literary reference was lord byron's doctor john polidori in the vampire again y-r-e uh, wherein vampire initially emerged as a soft, blurry shape with no bones. They were bags of blood with red glowing eyes. No nose. It was a snout that he sucked blood with. Oh, my God. And if he could survive 40 days, because what is with the Bible in 40 days? <laughs> he would develop bones and a body and become much more dangerous to kill. Okay, that's way less sexy. There, there is if uh, the one film that recently came out, Dracula Untold. Great kinda, movie. Well, it kind of goes along. Not watch that. It, oh, Quatina, you would love that. Well, one. it kind of goes along the same thing. This does. It's a fairly new movie, so I don't want to give too much away from for anybody who hasn't seen it. But um, <laughs> there, there is the whole idea that he needs to um, withhold himself. You know, resist the urge to drink blood for three days, and then he would be able to. Re- uh, restore himself back to That's right. He his could go pre- back yeah. to being so that, immortal. Yeah. That kind of harkens back to that that similar idea. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Um, and then in 2009, uh, archaeologists found 16th century a 16th century female skull with a rock wedged in her mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was found near the remains of plague victims because, especially in Eastern Europe. They thought that the plague was transmitted. Thank you. I was going to say transmuted, and that was not the right word. Was transmitted by vampires. Um, So it was not unusual to shove a rock or brick in the mouth of a suspected vampire to prevent it feeding on the bodies of other victims. Now, if we want, and it was the women that were blamed for spreading the plague, because again, fuck the patriarchy. If we want to get really technical. In a sense, yes, the plague did spread through vampirism because the fleas that jumped on the rats that carried the bacteria and then jumped onto the people. Okay, what is the literal definition of vampirism? Doesn't have to be something that was formerly human? With fangs. Well, I'm getting at it's parasitic. And there's a blood exchange there. That's what I'm getting at. There's a blood exchange in a lot of things. Yeah. Sex. That's gross. <laughs> Wait, Sorry. What? what kind of sex no. are you having? I don't, I don't know, guys. I don't know. I'm going to put this down. <laughs> um, okay, so anything else we need? Oh, let's get into destroying a vampire. I know a couple. A couple of vampires? I'm half a vampire. If you look at my teeth, they're kind of like... Uh, me so too. Kids are always that. looking at me. They're like, man, man, man. And I'm like, you didn't know I'm half of a vampire? I freak him out. Um, yeah, I really thought it was half a food for a second. Um, but let's see. A steak to the heart. All right. Uh, daylight. Fresh daylight. Just make them blow up. 
Let's see. Anything else? Anything but, else? But how did all that, like, become the thing? Okay, it's very influenced by religion, right? With it, the whole cross. Isn't there holy water well, in there somewhere, too? Yeah, so there's a lot of different ways you could look at this. I, I think you were going to bring up some of these, Meg, in that um, some of the early, those, those early accounts where there were people who, um, uh, cadavers that had been turned over and then a stake run through their stomach. That was crazy. I had no idea. But, but the reason why for the stake originally was they thought that it would keep the body in the grave. Like you can't, like you're impaled on a stake. All like right, you, you can't, can't go pull anywhere. yourself up. <laughs> I mean, you just grab my hand, grab it, pull it out. But I but, guess not. Well, but I guess, yeah, but you didn't dust, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like Now one, it's different. Now if you get staked in the heart, yeah, dust. Yeah, it's one theory. So but. I, a couple things on this, and again, I'm going back to Bram Stoker, who made the character of Dracula, the, the inspiration from that came from uh, Vlad Tepish, nicknamed the Impaler. Uh, and of course, impaling, mm. you, would, you would put a sharpened spike through somebody's rectum, Oh, uh, God. And then it that sounds would fun. come out. Uh, <laughs> Not in a sexy way. Not in a sexy way. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, and then it would come out usually through the stomach. Mm. And then they would gradually kind of, you know. Like Frida Kahlo. And, and, and then the body would just kind of gradually come down. It was a slow, painful way to die. I'm sorry, but, did you just say Frida Kahlo? Well, because, you know, that's basically. So she was in a bus accident in Isn't Mexico. Isn't it Frida Kayo? No, Kahlo. K A H L O. Someone accent. tell us how to. I've always heard. Kayo. But she was, like, on a bus in Mexico, uh, married to Diego Kayo? Rivera. I remember but him. But it didn't kill her. This is the craziest thing. It literally went, like, straight up her vag. And like out part of her stomach, what and she fuck? survived it, what? and walked again, I believe. That's like Phineas Gage who got I, the whole rock. By the way, head. like if if anything is impaling me in any of those places, just kill me. I just and want it way, to be a penis impaling me. Nothing else. <laughs> I don't really want to be impaled so, on a penis either. No. To be fair. What? Oh right, because impaling means it's it's coming out on the. You're right. I think so. You're right. I'm like that's some hentai and, shit. No one yeah. wants that. And by the time, so that's that's in like the the 1400s with Vlad the <laughs> Impaler, and then eight. It's the late 1800s that you get um, Stoker in his book uh, in, in 1897. Something happened in between there, like in the middle, and that was Doctor William Harvey had published his book on the circulation of blood throughout the body and he had determined that the heart is a pump that pushes blood throughout the body and we see this transition from you can stake a vampire in the stomach to keep it in the grave to now it has to be staked through the heart. That way it uh, stops it from pumping. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, we, we do see kind of a change. There, there's that holdover there, of course, from Vlad the Impaler, but uh, now we're staking them through through the heart. Now, in your opinion, does it have to be wood? Because I know... Well, go ahead. I know that, okay, not to brag, but I have twice done the play Dracula the Musical? Question mark. Uh, oh. Um, and, uh, they always said that the best way to kill a vampire was a steak made of ash. Because I had a great line where it was like, you bet your boo-boo, that was my name to my fiancé, and you bet your ash. 
And so it was like adorable. Because um, it was like, you bet your ass. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, I but I, there. I don't know. I read something like some people said you it had to be metal. Some people said it had to be thin. Some people said it was ash. Some people said it was oak. I don't know how it, much you need. It that depends matters. on which universe you're in. Some it doesn't matter. They use wood or metal interchangeably. I've um, never seen if, a metal if, steak. Well, ever. if you see, a, well, I'll give you an example of one in the 1992 <laughs> film. It was uh, of Francis Ford Coppola's Dracula. When they kill Lucy Westenra, they do that with a metal steak. I thought um, she was decapitated. Well, they also did that because in in what they did in that one is they they drive the the steak through the heart, they decapitate the vampire, hmm. and then they stuff the mouth full of garlic. Um, but there are and roasted things. it to a wow. 350 no, degree. The, the the idea being that the vampire can basically uh, connect its body again. So okay. I did read somewhere that said that if you burn the vampire, you have to scatter its ashes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, like if if blood drips on it, it can be reanimated. Okay, like I feel like now in modern times, aka Buffy, things have been made so simple. Well, and in Buffy, these other things are a lot. They they turn to ash. Yeah, yeah immediately. Yeah. Which also kind of has a sort of religious context to it as ashes well. Ashes to ashes, yeah. dust to dust. Yeah. <gasps> <gasps> I was thinking Ash Wednesday. Like, wait, where are we going with this Ash Wednesday? I was like, that doesn't make any yeah, sense. Yeah, that's just ashes vampire ashes. ashes that they're putting on <laughs> yeah, your Yeah, exactly, exactly. So Catholic, Catholic folk Church, out here, don't come after us. Please. Oh, please don't. Please love don't. you, Pope. No. Love it. Um, yes, do love us some Pope Frank. Yeah. Oh, I want to actually Pope Frank. If you listen and want to be on the podcast, totally into it. Okay. We're, we're here for that. We're here for that. Uh, can we talk about? Okay, first of all, does anybody understand the garlic thing? Is that just because it's like super pungent? It's very pungent. Do they have uh, a thing with smell? Like, do they have a heightened sense of smell? So maybe like throws them off. You know, I, it's like God, all this garlic. That that is one, and I guess this is where I put the my quote unquote expertise in the uh, parentheses there. And you should have gotten I, a doctor. I I, I, I don't know. I don't know what the the garlic thing is. It shows up a lot, um, but so the the ones that I think are generally more obvious are the things like um, uh, uh, the crosses and whatnot. Silver uh, Holy cross. water. Well, uh, yeah, silver I can get into. But, um, and, and, and you saw in this episode, at the end of the episode, as Buffy and Angel are kissing and making up, yeah. Uh, that oh, the, yeah, no, 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 they were not up. making up. So they were letting up. each other go. So, so, so the uh, the cross though that God, she's wearing, sex is the, best. the cross, Burn. the cross visually has no effect on Angel, but when it physically touches <laughs> him, it it burns him. So this is very similar to when in Bram Stoker's Dracula you see the 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 the, the, the heavenly host or the. Basically, the as as one comedian put it one time, the Crutano Christ. Oh, Dane Cook, uh, thank you for that. Uh, one. You know, oh, puts it on like Dane. the forehead, and it burns the imprint there, and and is able to repel. Just like with holy water connection. In Bram Stoker's Dracula, though, the vampire can go out during the day. Actually, like and Nosferatu, same thing. Like I, I read somewhere today, it wasn't until like the seventies that it became kind of popularly mythologized that they can't. And Twilight. Well, because but that's because they, they glitter in the sun. <laughs> that was literally because, okay, when I saw Twilight in the theaters, like six or seven new friends of mine that I had done theater with 
they they had an extra ticket to see the opening of the first Twilight, mm-hmm. and I had never heard of it. I didn't know what it was, mm-hmm. but I wanted to hang out with these new cool adult friends of mine. I was like twenty three or something, and I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna have adult friends. Woohoo! Let's go for it. Uh, so I went. And I remember just cracking up the entire time I'm watching this show. I'm like, what is going on here? So, like, when they're out in the woods and he's, like, and he starts sparkling. (laughs) Say it. (laughs) And then, like, she gets on his back and they're, like, going, like, around the trees. He's like, climb on, spider monkey. And then he heads up to the top of the tree. I'm like, okay. And I lost my mind. And I spent the whole dinner at this Indian restaurant talking about how it was the most ridiculous thing I'd ever seen in my and life. yet you read and all the I books. And then I went home and read <laughs> all the books multiple times. <laughs> and the next two movies, I swear to God, I took the afternoon off of work <laughs> oh, to no. go see on opening day. Wow. And the second book, there are like all these, like it's like four o'clock in the afternoon in this movie theater, and there's like all these teenage girls. And they're like, team Edward! And then like, and then the other side was like, team Jacob! And I'm Sit in there and just go, Team Free Fall! <laughs> and I, I would never have loved got that. such ugly looks yeah. from a bunch of parents. Well, yeah. And then I just hear behind me, like this really young girl going, Daddy, what's what a threesome? <laughs> no! Jeez. Meg, what have you done? What did you do? By the way, guys, that is before I had ever had a sip of alcohol in my life. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, one. Thing I thought was kind of a crazy way to deal with the sunlight thing uh, was did, did either of you see the the Blade movies with Wesley Snipes? Our only black vampire. Wait, was he a vampire? He, well, uh, he is, but he's kind of like an Can, angel. Yeah, figure he's like a vampire hunter. Yeah, that, like he's a he's this vampire with a conscience that wants to stop the 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 bad vampires and be um, with a sixteen year old and, Slayer. <laughs> And uh, so, but but in that one, what what the vampires did was uh, heavy doses of sunblock. Really? And that's how they could like go out on and the, live their lives. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's like one scene in one of the movies where they uh, they they douse themselves in sunblock and then put like motorcycle helmets over them and they're wearing like leather. So it's really more a concern for skin cancer. It's skin that cancer. that is a social. They are so pale. Message. They're so pale. As somebody that has had skin cancer. Um, oh, like I think that that's really that's that's a great message. Yes, we is. should teach that in the schools. And and but the, in this scene, <laughs> they they are going to uh, essentially give the death penalty to some vampires that had acted up, I guess. And they're they're all wearing the SBF and and they've got these like <laughs> motorcycle biker helmets. And then they put the other vampires down. So when when the uh, when the sun comes out. They burn up the same way, kind of like how they do in in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I think that what we learned, what we know so far in the Whedonverse, is that vampires, uh, they don't have a reflection. Okay. Because we saw that in this episode. We've got some issues with that one. We do, and we're going to get into that in a sec. Um, I'm sorry, when did that happen? uh, Like when he was looking at the window... No, there's some point wherein like it's noticeable, there, but not. There's a mirror. There is a yeah, mirror. Yeah, like in Buffy's room, but she, she doesn't notice she it. She can't see it, but he's looking. Yeah. And there's no reflection. Um, they can't enter the house unless invited. That's true. I knew that from True Blood. Uh, they are vulnerable to crosses. 
Yes, true this blood. This says garlic, but I can't ever remember a time where they used garlic to keep somebody away. Um, they went to Olive Garden, and then <laughs> so when a vampire tried to attack them, they were like, garlic bread. <sighs> <laughs> uh, sunlight is a problem. Fire and holy water. Okay. They can be killed by beheading or a stake to the heart. I think I think that's really what we know. Yeah. Joss Whedon Simple specifically things. said that he made sure that vampires don't fly or turn into bats because both budget in the first season. Oh, yeah. That and then uh, Joss just thinks it looks silly and, like, makes everybody laugh and you don't take it seriously, so. I, I know that I keep bringing up True Blood, <laughs> but they made it so good. Like, only, like, the super old vampires could fly and it was, like, a sexy type of superhero yeah, jump into there. Come on. Oh, yeah, that's true. HBO Like, they dollars. had to film this thing in, like, a warehouse. Yes. I, I think, in, in a lot of vampire lore, you see them changing into something else. Some yeah, like form. a familiar. And, but, uh, Tina, I also want to just let you know so when it comes to the vampire faces so in the original Fugly. movie Sorry. in the original movie it was a little bit more like Twilight where the vampires were just like slightly Pretty. paler and yeah. like kind of rich looking and whatever yeah bougie yeah very bougie um, and oh my god I know how to use that word yeah <laughs> I'm so proud of me now say with me bad and bougie bad and bougie we'll learn about the Migos later okay I didn't just say something that's going to get me killed in another country, did I? No, no, no. Okay, good, totally good. good. It's a song. Um, I didn't want, and Josh said, I didn't want a high school girl stabbing seemingly normal people in the heart. But when they're clearly monsters, it takes it to a level of fantasy that's safer. He wanted to be, like, really clear because I think this is around the time that, uh, like, this was two years before Columbine. We were starting Ooh. to see, like, a lot of commentary on, like, violence in video games and things like that. Okay. And I think he just really wanted to make sure... Um, one of the notes I have from tonight's episode is actually, that is one of maybe a handful of times we'll ever see a gun in this show. Yeah. And almost every time it is a commentary on guns are stupid, pointless, ineffective, like almost every single time. He wanted to be, like have a little bit of element of, uh, and it's the same thing with making sure that the vampires looked like monsters. Okay. So that, like, nobody was sitting there. Okay. I but get that the makes sense. faces then. Yes. Like, okay, I kind of wanted to get into the soul thing, but I think we'll actually save that for the next Angel Heavy episode. Yes. The, like, getting into kind of, like, the implications of the soul and everything. Let's get into this episode. Let's do and if this. If a little soul stuff comes up, then so be it. But, um, okay, so we start off. Underground with the master. Wow. Yeah. Wait, we, yes, we do. We start off with the mm-hmm. master. Let me go to tonight's purple notes. Yes. Oh, Darla is still there. Yes, this blonde. Listen, for, I was like, is that the bitch from episode one? And it was her. She's just. Fun she, tidbit. Yeah. She, Julie Benz, originally auditioned to play Buffy. Really? She was in the front running for Buffy. Wow. Um, Darla. They basically told her you're not good enough. Uh, and then she was cast to be the person in the first episode and was supposed to die in the first episode. But they liked her so much, they just kept bringing her back episode mm, after episode. It's this episode until that she really, tonight. Yeah. Um, but so she, Darla, is talking to the master. Joss Whedon knew. But Darla, like, she's like, "Can I kill? Can I kill the Slayer? Can I kill her?" And I'm just like, "She is so horny to kill somebody." Yes. This whole episode. I literally put too sexy. She's just oh like God. very like lusty. She has that lusty vibe. But just you know? like. I need somebody to die. Just yeah. like all night you've been like, I need some dick. dick. And she's like, I need to stake something. That's 
beautiful. I guess same thing, really, actually. I, it, yeah, technically. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. if you get turned on and if you get off, that's all that matters. Uh, but he says, no, he's going to send the three. Yeah. Because it's too personal with her. Yeah. Which I guess we find out later is because of Angel, mm-hmm. I guess. But it's not clear at the time why it's too personal. Yes. Um, he was trying to be professional. And now we're at the bronze. The bronze. Quitina's favorite place. I just don't understand this place. Because first I was like, there's a fumigation party. Um, A pre-fumigation party. party. And I was like, why is this a thing? There are roaches everywhere. I'm like, what is going on at the bronze? What is this establishment? Um, And there's a sign that says, uh, free drink if you bring a roach to the cash register. Mm. So I've got something on that. Which I don't know if if I'm a fan of this or not because one on the one hand they know that they have uh, bugs in there you are not having any of that and and they're still open for business I feel like the health department but this is like an annual tradition yeah and and, and I'm also thinking the the financial feasibility of this uh, business that's gonna have this fumigation anyway be like but you know hey we'll give you free product if you on the other hand, though, had I been a high school or a college student, and you know you're 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 poor, you're basically eating ramen every day, and somebody was like, "If you bring a bug, we'll give you a drink." I, I, they might win my business that night. Oh, I don't know. When yeah, she like smushes the bug, yeah, and then she's like, "You want a free drink?" Uh, oh, so she took her shoe off in that yeah. place, which is like, the other girl. thing. What are you like, thinking? Listen, Willow, if you want Xander, I need you not to Although, do that. Thanks. For just one second. Uh, but I wrote down, forget what is the bronze, Quatina. How the hell does it stay open? Yes. Like. Yes. It's got bugs everywhere. I don't understand. It has <laughs> bugs. They serve breakfast food. They serve alcohol. You can't get over Soda? the butter croissant. Or like the, the, the water croissant. Croissant. Awesome. Doesn't make any sense. They have board games. Like, what is the bronze, Josh? <laughs> She's studying French in one episode. Just, yeah, I'm just confused. You know, it's funny because I, I tried looking it up. I have, um, like, a, a dictionary, uh, the encyclopedia. Did you say dictionary? <laughs> wow. Yes, <laughs> if any of our listeners are hot, strapping, virile young men older than the age of 18, uh, Quatina can um, use some 25. Help. I don't go younger than 25. Really? I can't do young boys. I'm not into Not that. even just for like... Nope, not even for... <laughs> so Angel's right. like 227. 224. And I am so turned on by that. <laughs> okay, so you'll go older, but not I'm younger. Older, but not younger. Okay, good to know. Um, <laughs> so anyways, so she, she leaves the bronze because apparently... Um, killing cockroaches for free drinks just isn't worth it no, to her. No, it's not it. Nope. No, not at all. Uh, she goes outside and she hears something. So Slayer power activated. And she just goes, it's late. I'm tired. Cordelia wouldn't be there. Like, why is Cordelia at the bronze when they've got a fucking... Because it's the oh only place God. there. Did you see her jacket, by the like, way? It looked like genuine Muppet skin that they used to I make didn't even it. Think that thing. <laughs> she <laughs> was still like just as much of a bitch. And I was just like, go Sorry, ahead, Cordelia. You, you are going Somebody to fall in love Fozzie. with her. She was like, you sent them my like, $200 shoes. I was like, okay, and? Uh, okay, somebody killed Fozzie, but like old Fozzie. Because it was like, <laughs> it was like the roots were black, but then the rest was all white. 
And it was just oh, like hanging no. this jacket she was wearing. You know. Full disclosure kind of wanted. Oh, right. And Xander's <gasps> dancing was. Oh, yeah. So... Xander's dancing. Because the music wasn't even right for the dancing. You know? But he's got like, like his, his little hands up. What do you call it? Like the cabbage patch, basically. Something yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah I don't it know. was not. It was um, like, that's and, why Buffy left. Yeah. So <laughs> Buffy left and she's, she hears something and she goes, It's late. I'm tired. And I don't want to play games. Mm-hmm. Which I was kind of like in bed. But. Uh, I was like, oh. Uh, what is oh so then she's attacked yes. by the three the three the three so these are assassins that the master sent after her yeah and she seems are, pretty confident during she, it she she's just like confident. I don't want to kick all three of your butts and I'm like but you struggling right now girl so well but as uh, Jonathan Van Ness from Queer I would say struggles to funk ooh I like that struggling to function. I need to watch Queer. Oh, God, that's another podcast. Yeah, that's another thing. Um, And so she starts battling with them, and it looks like for a second, maybe they've got her. Oh, no. Oh, no, the series is over. (laughs) Right. The protagonist is dying. Um, But then who shows up? Angel. Your boo. Mm. Hey, boo. Am I ever going to be able to say that without sounding just, like, ridiculously white? I'm like, you're boo. Yeah, no, no, boo. Boo. My Am boo. I saying it correctly? Boo. You got a ooh, Like a, a British accent, you're boo. My boo. Your boo. My bae. Yo, boo. Modern Yo, boo. words are bae. Bae. Okay, I do not, What is bae? Does it bae stand stands for B-A-E. Bae stands for before anything else. So, let's say your husband is Bay before anything else. Anything like, else? That's Bay. I love you, hubby. Yeah. Then love. Love you very much. Who surprisingly looks a lot like someone. <laughs> I know, right? Crazy. Got a little bit of a crush on Giles too. Yeah. I think. yeah. Um, can we talk about how the three honestly looked more like dog kiss army? Oh no, <laughs> with a leather. Like, well, they had those like weird like metal plate like but just like on the shoulder. They looked like and they had like the long hair. I don't know. They just looked like they were members of the kiss army. I was waiting and for that any tongue kind of to like assassin out. girl with her tongue, with their tongue. Their tongues, yeah, like, like long sticking tongues come out. I thought they were dogs. I didn't even think I about the fact guy that they could were do that members. by the way. Oh, really? Yeah. That's wow. I'm not saying it's any good. Yeah. yeah. No. Okay. It's hard to keep tensile strength, I yeah. think, at that point. I think you'd have to, like, keep working at that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then, so, like, Angel comes, he's kicking ass, and yeah. they start running. But they run away. Like, they, yeah, don't, they don't even, even try kill the to three. They anybody. don't try. They don't. Because that's why I was like, Buffy, you were so confident you were going to kill these mofos, and now you're running away with Angel. It's but like, here, like, is, here is my first massive issue with the series. Yes. Like, with anything that happened... Um, canonically in the canon. Um, not Nicholas canon. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So she, she's like, come in, come in, come in. And so Angel makes it into the house, but so does one of the assassin's hands. Uh, she didn't invite the assassin in. She only invited Angel in. So how did the hand get inside the house? Managed to get in without like, I don't know, what is the effect it when you It usually is like a burning off thing, kind like, of thing. Yeah. No, it's like, it's like, it's like a a force field that is very Star true. Trek. That was in True Blood. I need to stop yeah. talking about True Blood, but it's true. It's like boom, and when you get True uninvited Blood. in, there was this episode where Sookie uninvites Bill, and he just gets dragged Look, out we, of the house. We will, we will do True Blood after we do all of this. Ah! Yeah. 
Because there's like, so much sex in there. Oh my god. Yeah. But but like seriously, but in this, it's usually like in Star Trek, like there's a force field and they try to like stick their hand in and they just like bounce they bounce back, back. and it's they fall on their own. Yeah. So. They 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 mess up there. So how did the assassin get in the house? That yeah. really bugged me. That don't um, make no damn shit. Only his hand that but got still, it. Still, that's but a part of your body. That's, that's yeah. Usually, yeah. it's like American nothing point. can make it through. Very good point. Um. So they go into the house and uh, okay. I want to point out that Buffy's shirt at this point, she's got a silver tank top. Hers is kind of a halter mm. um, and a black crocheted kind of like, this is back when like retro was in. Was like, she dressed kind of like thing. really down or am I uh, thinking? I, I don't know. Time. It reminded me of like if there had been a bronze-esque place, like I would have worn this to that. But I had that shirt, but in like white crochet oh. and I did wear a silver tank top underneath, but it's I had sexy. to keep it for my parents that I wore that like that because... I wasn't allowed to like show my shoulders <gasps> Gasp. or too much cleavage. Gasp. So like the spaghetti straps of a tur- of a tank top under like I can't a even imagine really you open crochet. Right now. What? Are I wearing spaghetti straps under the Oh no, I'm not wearing spaghetti These straps. These are thick um straps because spaghetti no. straps would die. No, it was like you. It was like you. But I had to wear like, you know, giant bras. I mean like yeah, I mean yeah. you saw my bra strap all the yeah. time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, except for when I stole my sister's black lacy uh, strapless bra. Ooh. Yeah, that my dad found out she had, and I Ooh. swear to God, it was going to murder her. Yeah, because why would that, somebody have that? If why would you need that if yeah, you're not exactly. ready to? So, but I, but I just wanted to point out that I basically had that outfit. Only it was like a silver uh, tank top and a white crochet shirt. And it looked amazing on me. Okay. Uh, I wore it to auditions a few times. Yeah. Okay. Um, Joyce comes in. Oh, wait. First, no. First, 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 I was like freaking out. I was like, okay, Angel is in her house. Okay. She's like, take your shirt off. Oh, yeah, you do. Because she's got to, you know, heal his wounds or whatever. And he takes it off, and I'm like, Oh my goodness, this man is just so delicious. Like, they don't even would go in on his body because I'm sure he hadn't, like, prepped and done his, like, sit-ups before getting in there. <laughs> but, you know, just looking at his skin, like, I was just like, okay. wow, he's here. L- I think you made a comment about you're trying to figure out exactly what shade his nipple was. Oh, yes, I put peach. You, had a peach. you ended up on peach. There was a okay. peach nipple at the bottom corner of the screen, and Got I kept it. looking at the peach nipple. Yeah. Uh, I do have a note in here. This is interesting. Angel has a tattoo on his back. Yeah, yes, I have that as well. Left shoulder, right shoulder? Right shoulder. Right shoulder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you paid really close I, attention. I was looking so closely. Um, it looked like a dream catcher. I was so confused. It was a griffin. Oh. Which, if you don't know, is half lion, half eagle. Mm. Just as we soon find out, Angel is half man, half, half vampire. Yeah. Do you think that came along with a curse? I don't know. Mm. I don't. I don't. We, we like have no idea when he got it. I don't even know. Like, maybe that's David Boreana. No, because in Bones, no. he doesn't have it. No. Or, like, the pictures that he's been posting hey, from Hawaii this week where he's, like, on vacation. Oh, you're stalking him. Uh, look, our Twitter, at Meet at the Bronze, uh, does happen to follow a few David Boreanaz fan Accounts. So yeah. sometimes we retweet the hell out of that. Yes. He's like fifty now. No. <laughs> Hold on. He was twenty-seven when he did when he started. What? Buffy. I did not see that coming. 
Um, but let's He's talk. got like a little silver in his like beard now. Oh my god, I totally want that. Oh my god, that's so <laughs> okay. hot. Little gray fox. But I remember I put down, mm, Lord, like the way he was looking at her, the lusty eyes, and you know, Buffy had that little sultry voice on, and I was like, bitch, you're 16. How old is she? She's 16. I was like, what is this? You got a grown-ass man in your house, and you're just giving him lusty eyes, telling him to take his shirt off? I was like, girl. I was like, that's good sexual tension. And that's when I was like, "Uh uh-oh, mama's home. And then, yeah, Joyce comes home. So, Mm -hmm. thankfully, uh, Angel has the presence of mind to put a shirt on before coming out of the kitchen. No, why did he even come out of the kitchen? She made up a good excuse. She was going to get mom to go upstairs. But mom wasn't buying any of that. Come on. I mean, he could have hidden the pantry, but he didn't have to show face. How does he know that Joyce isn't going to just, like, come into the pantry to want some popcorn or something? He's trying to keep it as up on the up. Okay, Okay. that's true. JR. He's been around for, like, 250 years. He he knows some things. He knows about, how moms were. Yeah. Like, I mean, come on. How many times did you get caught sneaking around in a girlfriend's house? We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> not on the air, but we're taking it off. <laughs> um, okay. They go up. So, uh, Joyce. She introduces, Let's talk she about introduces, her parenting. She introduces Angel. Buffy introduces Angel as um, a first-year community college student. Yes, because she tried to say he was a student. And it's like, you know, Mom was like, this grown-ass man is not a student, sweetheart. She's like, community well, college. He, he could be really stupid and have been held back like I 10 mean, times. I mean, I think at some point the county would just give up and be like, he's got to go. At what point like, does that happen? It's 21, right? That they no longer will be in high but school? Let's just, I think it depends on, this, on the state. Because I feel like there was a guy in my high school that literally aged out. Oh like, my God. like he failed his senior year like twice or three times. We won't mention his name. I don't know what his name. Is. Okay, well, well, that's. Good. Um, but I'm I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure it's like twenty or twenty one. You kind of age out, but um, yeah, it should be because then you're growing up. So so mom's like clearly not totally believing it that he's just some tutor yeah that he's tutoring her in but, history like this is how i know you're just like an american mother like <laughs> an african mother would never have their child introduce a community college student to her 16 year old daughter like that, that looks like that and go to bed i was like she had this look on her face at some point jr america i'm sure you saw that face and what did you yeah. think that face was saying oh th- well we just happened to pause it for a second there. You can see that face where, like, she's got her, her chin up, but the eyes are pointed down. Like, bitch, I was in high school once, too. Mm-hmm. I know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. See, I'm starting to feel like my parents literally never had any hormones. <laughs> they would go to bed all the time when I had guys over. No, granted, what I did in high school that was so smart was I had so many guy friends that were, like, just my best friends. Oh, my they, God. They never knew, like, was I dating a guy or just friends with the guy? Like, what? it was impossible to tell. Listen, the first time a guy was at my house, note he was gay. Gay. Oh, see, my parents don't really believe in gay. Okay, so. see, there we go. But my dad, when this friend leaves... He's like, you should be careful about bringing men into this house because you might give a certain, like, impression to other people. And I'm like, but he's... And even though the, the craziest, the smartest thing I ever did was even the first time I started dating completely behind their backs and without permission because oh, I wasn't 16 and yeah. all of that. The first time I dated him, freshman year of high school, um, 
I did. I don't think he ever came to my house in the entire time we dated. Well, yeah. So the only people coming over were people that I was so obviously platonic with yeah. for so long. Like that there your was no were like, tension. Going on. Yeah. That, like oh yeah, so they would go to bed and then I'd be downstairs with like my guy like watching. <laughs> The man from Snowy River or oh. something that we had okay. on, on video. We did not have an extensive video library Point at the time. Is, I was like, and it's not like we were really watching it either. So, like, who leaves their child? I'm just a grown ass man. My parents. This okay, is an American thing. Grown ass man. That's different. Okay. Community college, yes. and you know your daughter's 16, yes. and you're okay. like, I'm going Granted. to bed. So this yes. face that Jr. saw, I saw it as, um, go ahead, bitch. I see you. I'm not gonna cock block. I'm gonna head to bed, but you gotta get better get some dick tonight. No, you know? absolutely not. Do you no. be, like that? that has she, to be that type no, of mother. Cause because, why the fuck are no, you going to bed? Cause she would be the mom that was like who literally said to her child, like, Buffy, I need to see you for a second, and be like, do you have condoms? That's the thing about Joyce. Joyce would not just, like, give her the eye and be like, you're getting some dick tonight. Joyce would be like, you remember to wrap that shit up. Yes, okay, she is responsible, but just that that moment, I was like, girl, no. no." No. That would never happen in an African household. Angel better get the hell out of here. Yeah, okay. Okay. Which is why Buffy went through that whole ruse of, like, Bye. Yeah. We'll catch up later to do that studying thing. Close the door, and there he is standing there. Why did I never think of that? Since since you mentioned like Joyce and you know being like, hey, wrap that up. I I I I was telling Meg yesterday well about the the whole wrapping up thing. I went to go get my haircut yesterday. Yes. And. And uh, the the guys uh, that that own the place, they have a a pint glass in there, and it's filled with condoms. And yeah. the wrapper the wrapper says, "Our customers always come first. <laughs> <laughs> That's gross. Slash <laughs> awesome. You know what? It would have oh, been no. better if they just had a dildo, not even the condoms. But I guess barbers wouldn't have a dildo out on their counter. Okay, we live in very you modern know. times. Yeah, you know. Um, okay. So, uh, we're up this in... This is a very pervy episode. We're up in Buffy's room. Yes. And Angel's just kind of looking around feeling, like, weird. Yes. And she's all, Because like, you're in a 16-year-old's room? Yeah. You better fucking feel weird. and 244. Yeah. And she's fucking 16, Angel. See, I thought you had mentioned earlier that they didn't really have, like, any physical contact until she was old enough. So, so when they kissed... So that's what I thought, and then I went back, and I was like, oh, wait, no, she was already, like, 19 when she started filming. Yeah, so... Yeah, but, like, (laughs) this is kind of weird, though, because the the whole age thing, and I guess maybe with Angel being a guy from the 1700s, that maybe he doesn't see an issue with having a relationship with a 16-year-old but at the same time, oh, yeah. okay. he's like almost 250 years old, and he's he eats people. Yeah. Okay, he does not. He's, he, actually, he wants to. Well, he, he wants did. To he did. He okay, did. hold on. He has like he has eaten people 
and now he's having a relationship with a six. I don't. I don't it's it's the I'm whole so, like, vampire so like sexuality thing is just bizarre to me. It is actually. It's almost like every vampire is pansexual because holy shit! Like even in True Blood, I keep talking about True Blood, but oh my god, there was some freaky like shit. Like there was like the best gay sex scene, and I was like, what is this? And there was blood everywhere. They were fighting each other. Oh my god! So it's just vampires are sexual beings. Well, they embrace it, they even if they're young. Well, but old. but if we go to something like Bram Stoker's Dracula, yes and no. Oops, Christian. It, well, it's it's kind of bizarre because, like in the Francis Ford Coppola movie of Dracula, there is this relationship between Dracula and Mina Murray. Uh, and and it's this kind of like Im- implied reincarnation thing of, of Dracula's wife Elizabeth uh-huh. and and so and and I can see reading the book how somebody could get that uh, so it's not to say that even traditionally vampires don't have uh, the, this sexuality about them but. I don't know. I think the further back you go, the less sexualized they are. Yeah, uh, for sure. And, and the more modern you go, the more sexualized they become. Hell yeah, and that's how I like them. Mm. Okay, so continuing on with this episode. <laughs> yes, let's go back. Let's see. Uh, because, by the way, we are 55 minutes in, and we are 10 minutes into the episode. So Woo! Let's, let's start uh, let's flipping start. through. Yeah, let me go. Okay. So uh, she's room. talking to him about, mm-hmm. like, why do you do this and blah, blah, blah. Or is it because of your family? And he's like, my family died a long time ago. Yeah, I that was them. like that. He didn't say that. And no, he goes, Later. she goes, vampires? Vampires. Like, yeah. Well, that's so this when is I a revenge like, job like, for you. Oh, my God. He's just opening up to her. When someone opens up to you, that's prime time for a fucking, just saying. Um... And, uh, okay, so she's like, uh, you take the bed, you're injured. Okay, first of all, he has, like, a scratch. Yeah. I'm like, he's walking, he's fine. I don't even see blood on his shirt. Right. Stop it. She's like, you take the bed. Um, and he's like, no, 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 you take the bed. And she's like, you can't sleep on the floor, you're injured. I've had worse. Yeah. Wow, that, by the way, I am intrigued by. Yeah. Um, and then, so she has him turn around while she changes um, and he's perfectly, he's a perfect gentleman. Such a gentleman. And then he's all, you know, oh, you look even, be- you're, you're pretty even when you're going to sleep. I was like, oh, he is, whew, he is. Hit him with a compliment. I was like. It was a lot. I saw that gate open wider, if you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And by okay. gate, she means legs. Yes. Yes. Um, and then, like, okay, so they go to bed and he's, like, curling up Um, excuse floor. me, they go to bed? No, they don't. Yeah, they do. Don't they? No, you're talking about the next. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So they go to bed. And by the way, what is with her giant doily of a pillow? Oh, right, that. Like, what is going on with Like, that? even that should be a sign, Angel. Wow, this is a she's child. She's way too yeah, young she's, for she's you. Way, she's way too hey, young for you, bro. She's either... Jersey Shore Anybody days. that has anything doily-esque is either 30 years too young for Angel or 30 years too old. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, not good. nobody should have... No teenage girl. I'm sorry. I remember back then, I don't feel like doily pillowcases no. were a thing. No. Um, she asks, hey, Angel, do you snore? And he goes, oh, I hate this. I don't know. It's been a long time since I've been in a position for anybody to tell me. That's not hot. 
Yeah, not That's not hot at all. No. Okay. Anyways, they go to bed. Uh, or it's a way of saying, hey, I haven't had some in a while. Maybe you could be the next So man. even if you're mediocre at it, I won't care? I mean, I'd take anything at this point. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, uh, so the next day, we're at school. And uh, we're in the library. Xander is not happy. Oh, no, he's not. He spent the night. Yeah, that's what I said. Isn't and, it? And Will is all like, did he? And she like raises her eyebrows like 17 times. Wink, wink, wink. And she goes, perfect gentleman. Yeah. Is that really what makes you happy, Buffy? No. Yeah. No. And then Giles comes out and he's all like, can we please not yeah. talk about we're, this? We're not doing this. Like, how old am I? And I need to imagine that this? you guys are all basically Barbie dolls. Yes. There is nothing there. <laughs> um, Xander's not happy. His jealousy continues. Giles wants them to shut the hell up. Uh, but they're talking about the three. Yes. Because Giles stayed up until, he got up at like midnight and stayed until six in the morning to mm. research it. And he yes, figured baby, it out. put in that hard work. This yes, is Giles. the three. And Xander's all, oh, Buffy, so you'll stay at my place until we're there taken care of. Yeah, okay. I think not, Xander. Two things. One. He you- probably sleeps in a bed that's shaped like a race car, okay? I'm sorry. <laughs> he probably does. For real. <laughs> Let's be honest. But also... First of all, you think Joyce is going to let him just spend the night at Xander's? Yeah, no. Second of all, why Xander's? What is Xander going to do to protect her from the three? Right? <laughs> like, I'm the slayer. You are not. Like, like Angel at least has, like, proven himself yes, in battle. Exactly. Xander is going to use, what, like, a witty retort or a sarcastic <laughs> comment? Yes, his comments. Look, the pen is not technically mightier than the sword when against vampires. Yeah, no. No, you're dead. Bro. Xander's just a conflicted guy at this point. He's like, just a he, horny guy. Well, I've been feeling okay, some he, sort of way. He, he is, but he's. I, I think like uh, many young men, well, even some older men. Uh, he yeah. is. He is. Well, he is trying to assert some kind of masculine dominance. Ugh. Because that's what society and he has expects none. from him, and Nothing. he is just not that type of a person. And and he's he, still a virgin. He's, he's in this situation where you have a strong he's a sophomore in high school. Most sophomores in high school are virgins. And and yeah. he has this situation where he there is this strong female uh, who who he respects and admires, but maybe what's happening with Xander is. He admires Buffy because she is everything that he cannot be, that he feels like he should be Ooh, as a guy. Oh, I see what you did there, JR. Interesting. I like that. I like that. JR is also our expert on masculinity. Yeah. No, I, that no, actually that is true. I'm, I'm, no. I'm, I'm, no. no, equality. You've done a lot of research into like the historical. Yes, my master's thesis did have a lot. Okay. With wow, that's a really good so, sentence yeah. to say. My master's thesis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? My master's oh, okay. thesis was in a feasibility program, a feasibility <gasps> into a loyalty program for a parking man. Oh my God. <laughs> no, that's such a turn on. Keep going, Meg. But it was from Johns Hopkins University, so fuck everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and Let's I be, go. I will literally be paying for that for the rest of my life. <laughs> By the way, we haven't really called out yet this episode, but go to our Patreon page, yes. patreon.com backslash meet at the bronze. Because uh, Mama got to pay her student loan bills. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I have student bills as well. Yeah. So Kutina is learning to be a nurse. So if you want yes, her I to am. be your uh, naughty nurse, nurse for 
for an mm-hmm. evening. That's at the $50 or more a month range. <laughs> we can do a cam chat. You don't know what could happen. Okay, we are not. Get a couple well, Kutia, Kutia, no. Kutia. <laughs> not, no? Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so, uh, okay. Oh, oh, the three. Yes, So we, three. we cut to the master. By the way, it still looks like the Phantom of the Opera took place down there. Yes. With his beautiful uh, red lips. Basically, it like extended up to his nose. Okay, but I really loved your comment tonight. Which one? Uh, maybe he's born with it. Maybe it's the blood of his victims. <laughs> oh, um, delicious. The blood of the innocent might be funny. Oh, Try the it again. innocent. Try it again. Maybe he's born with it. Maybe it's the blood of his... In- no, I messed it up. <laughs> Let's try it. Ahem. One more time. <clears throat> Maybe he's born with it. Maybe it's the blood of the innocent. There we go. Like yeah. it. Maybelline, yes. if you want that as your slogan this Halloween, let us know. We're going to make shirts. Uh, okay, but so the three failed. They, they literally were out for like five seconds. They didn't get Buffy one night. <laughs> and they died? Yeah. What is... What is that Japanese tradition where you kill yourself oh, with honor? Sepulchre. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. I was honor like, is killing. this what this is? But, like, but they don't even get like a week to try to kill no. her. It's like one chance. You don't make it. And you guess die. who fucking kills them? That and crazy she, blonde. She's so, she's so turned on by so. it. God. Oh, my God. Like she loves is stabbing just... on the vampires. And know. it's also, I just want to talk about how the master is in this weird family like father mode yeah, he's because to train he's the trying to train one. the anointed one which is a tiny Colin. child Colin is his name. and it's Colin and it's funny how things change at the end and we'll discuss that but he's just very like giving lessons right now and he's like well it hurts me to um have to do this to them so, uh, it, it hurts my dogs too because Sherlock and Fiona are definitely um yeah they're they well they've got a lot of thoughts on this episode too oh, indeed they, they, do. they really do so we're gonna let them go outside for a minute. Yeah, they're they're going to chase after See you, uh, vampires. Yeah. <clears throat> um, okay. So Darla's horny to kill someone. Yes. Uh, okay. So Giles says that Buffy needs to uh, up her her weaponry skills. Right. So he she goes in and she finds the crossbow. That's what she wants to go. Yeah. For. And he's like, nah. No. He's like, we're gonna study the quarter staff, which I promise I will get an answer from. Um, my high school's Giles, my my friend, uh, but he is something of an expert in weaponry, especially like medieval weaponry. Okay. So I will get some answers from him about why quarterstaff, why, and also what the difference between a quarterstaff and a bowstaff are. I think they're interchangeable, but that that's not important here. Where did Giles get the protective gear that he is wearing? Right? Because he, he's wearing one of those, like, leather... Remember, like, George Clooney and John Krasinski did a movie, like, 10 years ago called Leatherheads? Mm. And it was about, like, football players in, like, 1920 Oh, like, something. when it first started out with those weird, ugly helmets and that looked like Giles footballs. And that's what Giles was wearing. Yeah. That's what Giles was wearing. No, no, actually, wrote, actually, no, no, no. Giles, the 1920s called. They want their gear back. Actually... The gear that he had on his head was really similar to some like tournaments I've seen. I don't want to like, like I think MMA Taekwondo. Or oh, the yeah. Taekwondo. Yes. They have okay. helmets like that and padding like that. But no, because my brother did like karate tournaments and his looked like that except for it did have something over the top. That's karate, not Taekwondo. Taekwondo is Korean. Karate is Japanese. Are you saying that one is like more badass than the other? Uh, I'm not picking a side, but, um, but yeah, that's what she's saying. Yeah, basically, basically. Okay. I wouldn't so, say which one, though. 
listeners, please weigh in. Karate, karate, karate. versus taekwondo. Um, uh, let's see. Oh, Buffy goes home after kicking Giles's ass. Oh yeah. And uh, she's like, "Hey, Angel," because he's in her room. Yes. And she's like, "What'd you do all day?" And he went, "Oh, you know, hung out, read." And she looks and she sees her diary. Yeah, out. she's like. That that that's how you listen. When he saw this, he should have been like, "She's too young for me," because she freaks out about her freaking um, diary being read, and she's just like, "I'm a guy, can't believe read my diary." Okay, that's my man. I I was going to look for my high school diary and like read. Oh my god, actually, oh my god. hold on, it might oh. be there. Hold on one second. Oh. It might oh. be there. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Here we go. <laughs> Oh my god. This is just one. I had many. This one is uh, Harry Potter. Oh. A Hogwarts journal. Wow. Uh, oh, look, it's got stickers in the front. I forgot about that. When did Harry Potter come out? Uh, let's see. This would have been probably 2000. And we got to talking about me proposing. Oh my god. This is 2001, guys. I was. 17. Oh my and god. And I was like, if I proposed, would you say yes? And he said, would you be serious? Oh, like you would be, I said back. And then he gave me a look. Wow, I can still feel his eyes on me. He <laughs> always told me that when he was serious, I would know. Well, he's serious. Just to test it, I asked him something about how serious he is. He just said, do you really have to ask? We continued talking and trying to make out, even though my entire family kept coming downstairs and totally interrupting us. Uh -huh. I have missed him so much over the past two weeks when I have barely been able to see him and rarely alone. I love him, and I can't picture myself being without him for the rest of my life. What a corny high schooler you were. Okay, but so now... Do you have a little bit more sympathy for Buffy when yeah. she thinks that Angel read her diary? Yeah. That really gets you in your feelings. By the way, to my uh, editor sister, uh, sorry you had to listen to that. <laughs> I, know, I know your feelings about the human being in question. Yes. Um, so the only one in my family that had any taste back in the day, even though no. she was three. No. Oh. Not that young, but she, oh, was, like, yeah. she was like six or seven. Um, she's my baby sister. She will always be like three. Aww. Sorry, Linda. Again. Um, okay. So, oh, so she comes in and she's like talking about like, you read my diary. I can't believe you did that. And by the way, A doesn't even stand for Angel. It stands for Ahmed, a charming foreign exchange. Oh, yeah. Cause why why did she have to go ethnic, by the I, way? Yeah, I, like, yeah, I have no Andrew, idea. Alex. Aaron. What, what, is, what is wrong with her going ethnic? I mean, they I appreciate. To, I think that Buffy's, was. Uh, um, no, that was Josh going like, "Hey guys, Joss. we should try to Josh, Josh, trying to be like, hey guys, we should totally go ethnic.'" And like, I feel like that was like put in there on purpose. It didn't even feel natural. Uh, it did not. It did not feel um, natural. And and but I because really, I don't see, I barely see any students of color. Mostly it's black folk. That's the other thing. And I don't see so it's like no. Yeah, that's yeah. not what a was our no, black, what was our black count today? Um nothing. I have seen no, no black one. people. I have seen no one yet. I didn't see I didn't any see either. any black people today. Um it does get better, I promise. Okay. Um <laughs> I get better. Uh, but I do wanna I wrote fantasy park question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. Question mark. I uh, really kind of am curious what that fantasy was. Uh -huh. um, and then he's just like, I can't be around you. And she's like, oh, because I'm horrible. Writers. Oh, by the way, oh. we're going to get in fanfic in a later episode. Hey. Um, 
and he's like, I can't be around you anymore. And she's like, I know, I'm so horrible, like blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I just can't be around you without thinking about how badly I want to kiss you. Oh! When he said those words, I clenched up. We had to pause, guys. Do you want to do a little reenactment of what that was like? I'll, I'll, I'll say Angel's part, and then you do what you did. I just can't stop thinking about how badly I want to kiss you. Oh my god yes take me now yeah that's that's yeah, pretty was accurate that was a really good really into that like uh, yeah v- very much like giles jr merrick was just sipping tea, sipping tea. <laughs> and i was just like oh yes yeah and then Trauma. they pretty much do the bomb ass that was bomb ass fuck make out they did not fuck and then, they did not fuck and then it's bomb ass fuck and then, once they got they were really heavy into that kissing, and then yeah. all of a sudden, teeth, motherfucker! No! <laughs> I saw that shit coming. It's because he was, like, getting so turned on with the kissing, because first it started soft, and then it started, you know, guys, you know a good makeout session when it starts out soft, and then you're like, damn, we're animals, we're going after Remember each other. Remember when, like, yeah. life was all they about? They American Meg make out now to describe what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, remember, like, back in the day, though, when, like, making out was, like, oh, that was, the like. shit. That's, uh, like, that what, like seven minutes ma- in heaven? That's like, the main event was making yeah. out. That shit was so great. Like, I'm into that right uh, now. So, anyways, read this great quote. Um, Angel is barely able to control his inner demon, mm-hmm. even with a soul. <laughs> his demon side is constantly struggling with him for mastery, and temptation makes his control much shakier. Mm-hmm. And some people have drawn a certain correlation between um, him making out and kind of losing his ability to control that. Mm-hmm. Angel's reaction to the kiss being maybe a metaphor for boys going through puberty. Okay. Maybe a little, at least, if not, maybe maybe it is a symptom of blood rushing in the wrong direction uh, see I was thinking maybe that like he ni- maybe like the way it was going to maybe like a little bit of blood like can't you know when you kind of bite the lips a little bit a little love it's like maybe premature that, yeah. Uh, yeah because he quickly like turned away like oh my god I'm going to turn on and then all of a sudden I saw it coming Rah, vampire are they capable of turning into a vampire and not instantly snarling? Because that would really help my life in terms of sound effects for this. Because the snarl yeah, really throws I our throw levels things off. off. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Um. Let's see. So they kiss, and then he turns into a vampire, and then he leaps out the window. Which, by the way, I'm sorry, Joyce, mom. If you don't want Buffy sneaking out the window every night, don't get a house that has a window like right yes. over that kind of slanted roof and a tree right there. It's- Perfect oh my gosh, thinking. I cannot imagine what my high school life would have been like if I had been able to sneak out of my window. That was something you always saw in like eighties teen movies, and, and I, I feel have like that Joss, as a submission for the most nineties thing I, ever. I, I feel like Joss must have. He probably watched dozens of those movies sure. in the eighties, and it was just like. Let, let's put a tree by I mean, Molly Ringwald. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. just thinking about her. What is that? Sixteen candles. Sixteen candles, pretty in pink. And Breakfast, Breakfast Club. Club. Breakfast Club. Don't yeah. you? I know those are some of Joss Whedon's favorite movies. Actually, and, and so he references them a lot. Actually. Ah, by go. the way, that's where the James Spader comment in the first thing comes from. In the first episode, where she's like, James Spader, Cordelia is giving her the cool test. 
And she's like, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? Mm -hmm. What do you think of James Spader? He has got to call me. I think that was actually because James Spader was in all those movies, wasn't he? The Molly, he was in the Brat Pack. Sorry, what? The Brat Pack, like the Molly uh, Ringwald, the Emilio Estevez. Ones, I don't think I saw the Look Brat at me. Pack. No, no, like, no, it was, because, you know, the Rat Pack was, like, Sinatra, oh, and, yeah, yeah so yeah. they called, the like, actors, the, they called the oh, high school okay. actors of that generation, yeah. the was Brat that, uh, Pack. Corey? That Corey uh, Corey, yeah, Corey Weems? I don't know, they were, no, not Weems. way off. I dated a guy right named now. Corey Weems. Mm-hmm. Um, Welcome to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when we are self-produced. And drinking. Uh, okay, so uh, oh, so the next day she's like, I can't believe Angel's a vampire. And it's her, Giles, Xander, and Willow. Xander's freaking. And, oh, Xander's, I, I mean, God so bless Xander. This is the part where you really hate Xander, though. Like, Thank you. Like, like, as a guy, I hate Xander right now because he is... But weren't you kind of a Xander back in the day? Probably, but... that You want to think you were a Giles. But may, well, okay. If I was a Xander back in the day, maybe this is why I, I find him absolutely infuriating in this episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because you, you realize he is just coming across as super desperate. Super possessive. And it, possessive, and it's just sad and annoying yeah. and he's a loser it is, yeah. it is it's no very way. sad and, and, and the fake news oh, yes. stop it, stop it. <laughs> ignore the freaking mango Mussolini here um, I usually go with Cheeto Commander in Chief yeah, 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 yeah mango yeah. Mussolini um, so but but I, I think you see in this like he, he and, and he is making a, a mistake that so many teenage guys make but again, it goes back to my earlier comment. He's got that strong female who I think I, he wishes he could maybe be. Uh, and, and I, yeah, but I, I just find him utterly repulsing in, in, in this episode. Now, Xander, you're not helping. Because he's like, you're in love with a vampire. You're a slayer. Like, kill him. Um, and like, he's fuck like, yeah, I am. And, and he's like, you're in love with a vampire. And Cordelia walks by because she's always listening to everybody else's oh, business. Yeah. And she's like, What? And he goes, you're in love with an umpire. <laughs> Everybody hates them. And I was just like, I mean, oh, I guess God. on one hand they save, but Cordelia, you're smarter than but that. The, yeah. This is another example why Xander is so terrible in this episode. Because he he's like basically dictating to Buffy what she has to do. Well, it's obvious. He's a vampire. You're the slayer. Yeah, you have to kill him. It is kind of mansplaining. Well, it it is, but then it's also, like, he, I think because of his situation, because it's so obvious that he's got this crush on Buffy, Mm -hmm. and he isn't measuring up, in his view, to this vampire, Mm -hmm. and, again, he feels emasculated because, well, he should be the guy able to uh, surpass... Uh, Angel, because well, he's human, yeah, and he's putting the onus on Buffy to defeat him, to to defeat Angel, so that Buffy will, I guess, come to her senses and realize what a great guy Xander is. Yeah. yeah. Come, so yeah, to the teenage guys, if any of them are listening, this is uh, don't Xander think with right your now, penis for Xander a second. Xander right now is exactly what you don't want to be. Yeah, and, and I love Xander, but he is absolutely terrible yeah. right now, and I hate yeah. him right now. Yeah. Well, I think it's Robin Williams that once said the problem with 
the design of a man is that they have a brain and they have a penis and just enough just enough blood to manage one at a time. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. Um, okay. So, oh, and then this is our the second point that we needed J.R. Merrick's um, expertise to consult on. Cordelia comes in and she's wearing a dress and she sees somebody else walking past wearing the same dress. Fashion, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Trust me, you would be the absolute last person <laughs> I asked about that. Um, but she sees another girl walking past wearing the same dress and she's like, that's a knockoff, isn't it? That is a knockoff. This is exactly what happens when you sign these free trade agreements. <laughs> oh, 1997. Yeah, 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 would you, would yeah. you like to weigh in on Oh, this? so you're, That's a you're direct now asking NAFTA for my, reference, my right? history credentials. That is a direct NAFTA, because NAFTA was really relevant know. right then, right? Uh, well, yeah, it's, it's a few years it's like old all at Clinton that point. Clinton was talking about. Well, it's a few years old at that point, um, but... Yeah, you you have things like the World Trade Organization and 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 this this talk of free trade. Uh, absolutely, it it is a reference to a social issue that I guess more savvy uh, kids and by kids I guess I mean high I wouldn't imagine that like sixteen year olds were like well, but but the, like the yeah. ones maybe studying in their AP yeah. classes at the time probably would have gotten the reference. I, I was confused when she talked because, about because that. I, I will like, be very it? honest with you. Bill Clinton, so I was in high school and I took AP US 2001-2002 But remember, it was year? George H.W. Bush. Oh my God, I came to America in 2000. was all that. What? I came to America in 2000. Oh, crap. When we Can't send me home, Trump. There are so many Slayer things we have to talk about with that. Um, but they're like season six and seven. Uh, so because I thought of, that NAFTA was a Clinton thing. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of talk of that, but it was actually signed oh, into law by George H. W. Bush. But Be- but Clinton is the first president who is really overseeing. It, it was literally 2001, 2002, the year that I took AP U.S. History, that mm-hmm. our textbook for the first time had a mention of Clinton yeah, in the AP yeah. U.S. And that was like basically his, he was the first wow. president to, or he was not the first president, but he was impeached, but not kicked out of office. Anyways, mm-hmm. they did not explain why, because apparently Andrew high Johnson schoolers can't, yes. was impeached as well. Uh, well, now it's it's. Uh, what up, Mr. Teague? I still got that Amsco book. I, I imagine that's an interesting uh, and awkward time for some teachers to have to talk about, you know, especially cigar holders and conservative and teachers. And the... This is the teacher that she and I like. Literally ended up standing on chairs screaming at each other about the Vietnam War. Mm-hmm. So like opposing viewpoints. Don't you guys love how like I basically know nothing of the subject. Well, well we're, getting, we're way we're way, yeah. way okay. off here. Okay. Okay. So. So, um, okay, so by the way, the dress was ugly, so Cordelia, fuck you. Um, <laughs> so Buffy goes back to home, and it's dark outside, because what was she doing? Anyways, she goes back home, it's dark outside, and Angel is still in her room, and this is where it gets good. Uh. This is where the little, like, smoochy, smoochy, smooch happens. No, 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 we're past that. You're right, you're, wait, yeah. hold on, wait, so what happened? Oh, oh, we're at Angel's place. Angel we're goes Angel's to his place. place. And Darla's in there, because you were asked, that's why I have the note, yeah. you were asking, like, why didn't you just go home? And I'm like, yeah, because yeah, of the sunlight, bitch. Yeah, I totally forgot about the whole sunlight thing. I've totally not realized that every time Buffy has fought his vampire, it's been in the dark. I have not thought about that. It's okay, guys. She's pretty. She doesn't have to be so smart. Oh, my God. Stop. <laughs> um, and then he's like, okay, this is another issue that I have that I'm sorry. I don't think this is a, really a spoiler. But he's like, last time I saw you, 
it was kimonos because she's wearing the little schoolgirl outfit. And I'm oh, like, I'm so sorry, it was not. Last time you saw Darla, it was the Boxer Rebellion, and that was fucking China. That's not kimonos, bitch. Uh, oh, gotcha, bitch. Don't even with that. Gotcha. I love how many references there are to the Boxer Rebellion. Of course, I know they get into that later in the series, mm-hmm. but it, it, I, so, I love it. I like, cause, do but, not, do not, no, that disappointed me, Joss. Not all Asians are the same. How dare you? Joss, come on, get real. Get it together. Get it. Together. I don't even think I've seen an Asian American. Maybe I should just turn my black count into a count <laughs> yeah, of people of color. There, there, there's a, there's a, I mean, this is California. <laughs> yeah, there should be a Come bunch on, of Asian fucking, people. Fucking, cool. like, Come on. Goddamn gold but rush. It, but isn't it like, basically like the OC? Like, this is like the really ritzy part of California. Yeah, I, I guess, yeah, but bougie I, ass I don't know. The bougie-ass part, the yeah. Part. Um, and she's like, is there anything better than a natural disaster which made me write down, I wonder how vampires feel about climate change. <laughs> 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 that would be an interesting discussion to have. Um, we'll kill their food source. We'll, we'll get there at some point. Um, let's see. Uh, so apparently, darling, Angel have some history. Yeah, but let's also talk about her outfit. <laughs> that shit is... Really, okay. it's like, how old are you when you're still doing this schoolgirl shit? I think that is what I want to submit as the most 90s part of this episode. Okay, I have another Three submission. Three different times does she wear a Catholic schoolgirl's yep, outfit. Yep, yep, And she's and really, like, flipping so up. Like, she really Britney thinks she Spears, looks cute. hit me, baby, one more time. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, it just, like, I, I gotta say, for me, that was the most 90s element of this episode. Okay. I Yours have mine was up later. later. Yeah. yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, she goes back, uh, she, uh, Darla says, talk to her, Buffy. Tell her about the curse. So, oh, Ooh, curse? What is this? What curse? Um, Giles has consulted the Watcher's Diaries because now that they know that Angel was once a vampire, he yes. wants to say, or is a vampire. Yeah. He wants to figure out if he knows anything about them. And he found, um, mention in Ireland in the 1700s. God, I wish I had an Irish accent. Talk of Liam. I'm not even going to try it because, by the way, most of my accents start sounding like super Irish Jamaican pirate. Oh, pretty quickly. It's really bad. So when we go to when I go to Ireland this uh, this summer, it should be really fun. Here's a tip for two accents you can try out. If you say beer can in an English accent, you're saying bacon in a Jamaican accent. Like <laughs> beer can. Beer can. No. Beer can. Beer can. That's not how beer I said can. Bacon. Yeah. <laughs> you hear it? Totally hear it. Beer can. Beer can. <laughs> I, I will say though, like my total fear of accents is almost annihilated by when we do hear like the flashback episodes of Angel playing Liam. Oh no. Oh, it's not good. Oh my it's god. It's so bad. Uh, it makes it sound David like Brianna's I know what I'm doing. Is the Cannot do an accent. Worst at oh accents. no. He is the worst. It is the opposite of sexy. Oh no. No. So, my lady burner's gonna go away. I, uh, oh, it will on those episodes. Oh yes. no. Yep. Yep. Um. So uh, he's Giles. Giles talks about <laughs> my the tattoo. Just goes inside my body. <laughs> it is like already an inverted. Yeah. <laughs> not not like the hyena that has a seven inch pseudo phallus, <laughs> which is really just a giant clip. But, yeah. but she has to give birth through that. Yeah. Disgusting. If you remember from the I last was episode. actually trying to look that up, trying to see a, a hyena give birth. Hard to get footage of that. Uh, okay, back to business. So, uh, uh, yeah. So, I'm sorry, I've got to get that out of my head. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, he says, "Oh yeah, there's a tattoo of a griffin on his uh, back right shoulder." Yeah. And Buffy goes, "Oh yeah." 
And then Xander's like, sorry, now I'm saying something. You, well, saw, you saw him naked? naked? Dude, like, don't be such a hater. Come on. Hi, Xander. Like, Come on. God. Yeah. Um, and then, but, but Willow is trying so hard on Buffy's behalf to be there for her. Yeah. And, like, prove that Angel can still be a good person. Yeah. And he's like, on a scale of one to ten, ten being someone who's maiming and killing every night and one being someone who's not like where's angel i mean and jarvis said, i said jarvis holy <laughs> fucking shit That's Iron Man, i don't know what's going on giles um does bring up that um he was talking about how once well they didn't call him angel they called him something angelus else. yeah there we go angelus and that once he made it over to america something changed uh well they just know that when he came to america the death count went way down yeah. Okay. Kill. Vampire isn't a person at all. It, it may have the movements, the, the memories, even the personality of the person that it took over, but it, it, it's still a demon at the core. There is no halfway. Um, but basically, Angel was the most vicious, vicious creature. <laughs> Why is it that? And who says that? The master? The master. He was like, he was the most vicious creature. I miss him. I was <laughs> like, what the fuck? I was like, I guess his sexual appeal just attracts everyone. Even uh, well, or or just like that, you know, like it's kind of a cult. Like yeah, they, they like that. Yeah. Um, then Darla goes to the home of Buffy and says that she's there to help Buffy study the War of Independence, which yeah. to me I think was Joss trying to be like she's that old uh, that like to her it wasn't the Revolutionary War; yep. it was the War of Independence. Yep. Because did yep. you ever in high school or college consider it the the War of Independence. No. No. Like, I think you had to be around at that time to think of it that way. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was interesting. Um, and then... Mom invites her in. Mom invites her in. High school students are cool. The minute she invites her in, I was like, oh, Lord, bitch. Yeah. You well, you called this whole scene. Yeah. So... Oh, cut, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, you angels lurking around outside. Angel hears a scream, goes in. Darla's right there with Buffy's mom passed He's out. Passed out. Yep. And uh, Angel goes and grabs her. Darla leaves. Uh, Angel's Angel trying grabs- really hard not to suck yeah, that blood. Yeah, he's trying so hard. And of course, who walks in? Buffy. She sees Angel with her mom with, you know, bite next. Obviously, she's going to assume that Angel attacked her mother. She sends Angel flying straight through that window. Yes. Which, by the way, gone. when I'm her mom... And I wake up, I'm going to be a little pissed about that. Yeah, you No know homeowner's insurance isn't covering that. Like, I don't know how she rationalized but what there, happened. Yeah, again, because she's like, the doctor said it was like I fell a, on a barbecue tongs. Yeah. But we don't have, or barbecue forks, but we don't have one of those, do we? And then she never asks another question. Yeah, I was like, what is wrong? <laughs> and, and it's like way, her just going upstairs and leaving Buffy with a grown-ass man. Yeah, it's, come on. It is a little upsetting. Yeah, and and then Giles shows up and she's just like, "Oh, you're the librarian. Yeah. The, this school really does care." And I'm just like, "Again, what? Joyce, why are you not asking why are questions? You not? Come on." Um, so uh, and then Giles says, "You know, Buffy, they all leave the room because." Willow and Xander came too, and they're just hanging out in Joyce's yeah. room, which I guess I sort of get, but I also don't like. Maybe you're in the waiting room or something. You're not. Does in Joyce the have many friends? Does she just like move? I mean, we like literally meet. I think two I, friends yes. ever in this area. Okay, uh, that's not a bad choice. It's not yeah. Joyce, the Vampire Slayer's mom. That's right. That's true. Um, and and Buffy's like they gave her lots of iron because this was. And Giles just goes, "Oh yes, it presents itself as mild anemia." And I'm like, "Wait, 
anemia. That's a low iron count. Yeah. Wouldn't this present that. like horrific blood loss? They're yeah. Two very different they situations. They had the blood bags up. They did. Like, like they're two very different situations. Um, so that was weird. But she's just like, I'm gonna go after Angel because clearly yeah. he did this to my mom. He did this to my mom. Can't so she goes it. out in a sparkly ass jacket. Yeah. And I wrote down. Who hunts vamps in a sparkly jacket? And what that is my nomination for the most 90s thing. It was purple. It was sparkly. It had color. Yeah. So 90s. I would have so worn that. So 90s. I would have worn that jacket. I've been into really that. Nice. But it's not, it's not stealthy. That's the, it doesn't scream vampire. No, it doesn't. Hunter. No, it doesn't. No. You are vampire shining. Slayer. Yeah. And they could screw you over. I love this comment, though. Uh, Buffy's mom is talking to Giles, and she's like, I just wish... Like, she was doing better in history, even with all this tutoring. And Giles was like, well, she lives very much in the now. And, and history takes place very much in the then. Yeah. Oh, Giles, <laughs> I love how you explain things. Um, Buffy finds Angel at the bronze, which, by the way, wasn't oh, that being fumigated? But, but, yeah, right. Okay, but before this, um, Mom reveals that another friend popped by, and that was Darla. And so she lets Giles know, and that's when Giles is like, okay, Angel did not attack her. We probably should. We probably him. should go. Yeah, yeah. Let her go. Buffy comes across Angel. Well, she doesn't come across him. He's like in the bronze. Yeah. And, and she's got a, a, a the crossbow. Yep. And because she knew that killing Angel was going to need some heavy artillery. Yeah, yeah. So she's uh, ready to kill him, and he's like, just kill me. I'm an animal. And she's like, you're not an animal. Animals I like. And I was oh, like, oh, yeah. I like it's animals, like adorable. Let's go back to the idea of Buffy having a corgi that goes out slaying with her. I would be so into that. So into that. So into that. So into it. So into that. Because corgis are nothing if not ferocious. Oh, so, so ferocious. So ferocious. <laughs> the way that they cuteness. shake that tail. Their butts whack. Not even their tail. It's, it's just, just like their whole butts. Yeah, move. their whole butts move. Oh, full disclosure, I have a dog, Sherlock, that is half corgi, and I think he's like the most precious thing on the earth. Um, he, ex- Angel, he explains everything. He, he admits that he killed his own family. Yeah, let's... Which is a huge boner killer. Like, oh and... my God. For 100 years, I offered an ugly death to everyone I met. And I did it with a song in my heart. What changed? Fed on a girl about your age. Beautiful. Dumb as a post. But a favorite among her clan. Her clan? The Romani. Gypsies. The elders conjured the perfect punishment for me. They restored my soul. What, they were all out of boils and blinding torment? When you become a vampire, the demon takes your body, but it doesn't get your soul. That's gone. No conscience, no remorse. It's an easy way to live. So in Joss Whedon's world, and I really do want to get into the soul question, but we'll do it in a later episode. Mm-hmm. The soul seems to be two things. One, it's tangible. It's something that can be removed from your body or put back into the yes. body. It can be sold, whatever. Yeah, because if he's been killing for that long, how do they, like, where yeah. is the, where the soul go for them to retrieve But it's it? also the concept of, like, a conscience, like okay. knowing yes. right Yes, yes, very true. Um, so now, like, he understands how fucked up he was with yeah. everything that he did for so for long. Sure. He was raping, pillaging, eating. Oh, like, my God. Pretty mm. horrifying and I disgusting I don't want to think stuff about that. Angle. For, like, 160 years. Yeah. So, uh, along with Darla. Yeah. Um, A little school. And then, bit. speaking of, Darla shows up at the bronze, and and she's talking, trying to make Buffy feel jealous about the fact that they've been together for, for so long. Yeah, and Buffy mentions her having bad hair on top of that outfit. I was like, yes, Buffy, throw that, that shade. shade. That's, That's shade. shade. 
Uh, and she says, well, when you've been around since Columbus, you're bound to stack up a couple of X's. Oh, girl. Nice. Ooh, ooh. Uh, that's how we do it. Uh, and then Darla, uh, Buffy has like, Darla's like, I hope you don't think I came alone. And Buffy takes her crossbow and is like, neither did I. Like, boom. And Darla's all scary. Pulls out two guns. Oh, Scarier. my God. Yeah, that was like, oh, leave your guns okay. up in here. Yeah. Okay. So, again, that's a lot of shots fired from two handguns. Right. I was okay, like, when is this going to finish? I was looking at my imaginary watch. Like, it was this is so not a many. Thing. She shot up two-thirds. Like, most of the cockroaches would be dead from yes. gunshot at that point. Um, but, again, one of the few instances of guns in Buffy, Josh, Joss does not like guns. Um, and, basically, every time he brings them into play, they are, except for one time, they are ridiculously ineffective. They mm-hmm. kind of are turned into a joke. Uh-huh. Um, and I like that about him, right? She's like, guns, never helpful. Love it. Like, they don't solve anything. Nope. On, on another thing, though, in, in comparing uh, with Joss's world versus, say, Bram Stoker's world, um, the rifle is a pretty effective weapon uh, in Bram Stoker's novel. Um, also, uh, the the board game Fury of Dracula, which I is knew absolutely. You were going to bring up a board I had game. no. I, well, you you brought me in as the the expert on all board these things, game. so I'm bringing all the yeah Fury of Dracula. By the way, the, you probably hear the dogs in the background. They are fighting a vampire at this moment. <laughs> I feel really good about it. The 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 this. rifle in in some universes with with vampire lore, the rifle is a very effective weapon. Yeah, yeah. It is. But well, again, I think there's a big difference, though, when you're talking about fiction yeah. and literature and reality. Well, I did read that one of the ways that was really common to deal with a vampire, like when they legit in the 19th century had a vampire epidemic, they thought, uh, was they would just shoot into the, like, without opening the coffin, they would just... All right, I'm going to pause this for yeah. a sec, guys. Send a picture of my boobs. Are you, are you? I had just unpaused. Um, okay, so we're back. Uh, the dogs valiantly and bravely slayed the monster. Uh, it dusted. We vacuumed up. Da- vacuumed up. <laughs> we vacuumed up afterwards. Everything's fine. Okay. <laughs> um, so handguns. Oh yeah, but we were talking about how I I had read that in some cultures, a lot of them being Eastern European and Orthodox, um, had actually their cure for vampire vampirism. Instead of staking or beheading, because if you were in the coffin, yeah. they would actually just shoot into the coffin. Like, they would kind of mark where the heart would be before a coffin oh. was buried. And then they could just shoot into that with this a rifle. This feels like a very Van Helsing thing, because he very had Van that, Helsing. that crossbow right. You know, I have a friend that played Van Helsing when Ooh. I was in um, Dracula the Musical. Again, the Musical? No brag, guys. Um, and I'm trying to get him on the show. We're going to see if we can get him. I did uh, Van Helsing uh, for Halloween. Yes. Years ago. Yes. Yes, you did. Oh. Uh, you've been Dracula too. Yeah, but that was long time ago. You I done that also did Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Yeah, yeah. Which is basically my favorite movie of Isn't all time. Isn't that a? Oh, that is a Dominic movie. Cooper. That was a long time ago. Uh, see, and here's the thing: I watched Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, and then like six months later, we went to see Lincoln in the theater. Yeah. Which, yes, Daniel Day-Lewis was brilliant, Sally Fields, she's a genius, blah, blah, blah. But they just left out so much about 
how like the confederacy was plagued with vampires and that's basically like they hired them as mercenaries sounds like the uh, alex jones version yes of, gay uh, frogs come mm, on there we go gay frogs there we go vampire there we go <laughs> so that sounds I'm, legit like so all of the oscar buzz around that movie i felt was pretty undeserved yeah. okay because it was yeah. very slanted one side anti-vampire influence that's okay. rude but that's just me that's rude um so, Darla is doing the handguns, and Buffy gets her in the in the stomach with a steak. Yeah. And she's all like, aha, that's not going to kill me. Gotta get me in the heart. If it had bitch. been hundreds of years earlier. They did that think that the enough. stomach was going to do it, yeah. yeah. But then, who comes up behind her? Angel. Totally dusts his sire which just that's his sire like that's a pretty very like Freudian Oedipal complex but here's where you get into uh, a difference in Joss's world versus some of the others because in some vampire I think I know what you're going to say yeah you know exactly where I'm going if you uh, take out a lot of times this is in uh, werewolf stuff like if you take out the one who sired you then you would return to your previous mm-hmm. state, and and in true budget, I have and, seen and that. And in Bram somewhere. Stoker's Dracula, uh, in, in the novel, that's how they save. Uh, that's how they save Mina. Yeah, is by uh, killing Dracula, Mina. and then she's able to re- return to her previous state. I auditioned uh, for the role of Mina, and, did not get it. Well, Mina. and and so here is a stark difference in Joss Whedon's world of vampires yeah. where killing the vampire who created you does not revert you to your previous It's state. like a rejection of original sin almost where like you're only going to be held accountable for your own transgressions not the transgressions of your sire. Sure. Mm. Like you are a different individual. Carla's dead and the master throws like the temper tantrum. The fit. fit. I was like, just like, did he just throw a fit? Like, like there is literally a nine-year-old child or something uh, down there who is behaving more maturely. But I thought that was very interesting because, you know, they show that dynamic at the beginning where he's teaching the child and he's yeah. like kind of letting him know, mentoring him. And then in the end, he breaks down and the, the child, child becomes the yeah. master. So I was like, oh, I see what you did there, Josh. Joss, I saw that. I really, really liked that because I was like, okay. But why did the dynamic. kid? Why did the kid have that creepy kind of mechanical voice? Yeah, that I mean that, that that I think that fit him because he just seems like he's just evil and doesn't give a fuck and will kill you like he that. So it was such a weird voice. Yeah. I couldn't yeah. figure that out. Yeah. Um, but then, okay, so we go back. Buffy's at the bronze and she's wearing just a tank top and the silver necklace. And by the way. Does her mom ever ask her about where she got this cross? Like, why is she wearing... Because the family is clearly not particularly religious. Nope. And all of a sudden, her daughter is wearing this not very small... Yeah. ...permanently featured It's pretty cross. thick. Like, thick with two Cs, okay? So, like, I gotta wonder what her mom is like. Where'd you get that from? Like, yeah, why are you wearing just, that? Well, obviously, mom is just not... <laughs> together like you, you are not a, a fan as, of mama a grown ass man in the house she doesn't question what happened to her like you're so basic oh i feel like that's not the correct usage of the word basic no that is she is a basic, so basic ass woman basic is basically to me coming across as just like 
I don't like this and therefore it's basic. No, 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 no. Basic is like you are just like just like a regular ass mom. There's nothing special about you. Okay, You're just well, basic. But 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 why does it sound so negative? Don't huh? you want a mom where they're just like she's just not insane? Not that invested in her child's life or not noticing I certain know. things. My mom was like insane my entire growing up and like spent most of her time like depressed in her bedroom, like never putting on like Outfits and stuff, and so I'm kind of like, wow, maybe my mom would have been basic. That might have been nice. Yeah, you would want a basic mom. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that just really brought this down. <laughs> um, okay, and then to what sounded an awful lot like Sarah McLaughlin. And oh, in the arms of an angel. Yes. <laughs> oh, see what we did there. Uh, Buffy sees Angel, and they have a little talk that they. They can't be they together. They can't be together. It just can't happen. Despite the immense amount of like, sexual te- like they tension are just and attraction. They're like, so right eye-fucking. Yes. Like, oh, yes. Wow. Like, I can't believe one of their eyes is not pregnant. Yes. <laughs> and. Oh, my God. And uh, and they, they have a last kiss. Yes. Together. And they press so closely that you come away and the last shot of the show is Angel's chest with a scar, a burn scar, yeah. in the shape of the cross, the cross that she was wearing. Just like, oh, he even hurt himself for love. I was like, oh. Which oh. is another thing that we might get into when I have a BDSM fan come <gasps> on to the show. You guys know I'm in the kink community, right? You keep saying that. No, but I am. Okay. <laughs> Wait, maybe that explains your quote. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, she's the kinkmeister. Did I say that? <laughs> <laughs> about Darla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's kinky as fuck. Oh uh, okay, so all in all, what is uh, Quatina's smash town on this one? Um, Same right as now, usual? Uh, listen, it's just Giles. Here we go. Yep. And um, and how even though like learning about his past kind of uh, yeah, turned me off. Yeah, but look at how much he's come he's, around. Oh my god, he's come around so Are much. Are you not into like a I'm redemption story? I'm so into story? it, and I'm just like. Please take me now. I wish I was Buffy in there. I was yeah, like, oh, yeah. it's just really sexy in here. Um, now we're just not just black people, people of color. <laughs> zero. zero. Yeah, that was still. Uh, maybe zero. I just was not looking hard. No, enough, it was. But, it was um, zero. Yeah. Um, and most zero. '90s thing came down to either the Catholic schoolgirl look or the glittery jacket. I think actually I would go with you on the glittery jacket because oh, she's yeah. like she's hunting vampires. Yes. Like, like what, what is the this? hell is this? This is extra '90s. Yeah. And her bangs with that look were just a lot happening. There we go. go. Yeah, so I think we're there. Uh, And that really is it. So all in all, big fan of this episode. Yes. Yes. It's angel-centric. So, so. like, where would you rate it in the first seven episodes we've seen so far? Um, How many stakes do you give it? (laughs) How many? Out of how many stakes, though? Say five. Okay, five stakes. Mm, I don't know. What was my favorite episode so far? The hyenas one was pretty funny. That one was funny. That was funny. But this is the one that you were literally like, we had to pause it because you were like, yeah, so I was like on. really into this. So five stakes, five stakes. <laughs> and uh, I really, really, really want to take uh, thank J.R. Merrick for coming out for this episode and tolerating our singing. Hey, I, I, I think one of the great things with this episode for me, um, well, I, I, I think the. The sexual tension and everything in this. Was, Did you feel it, Jay? They Did can get it. Well, I I enjoyed it in the sense of a sixty-year-old girl and a grown-ass man. He did yes. not enjoy that part. No, <laughs> no, in in that it's so 
it's it's become a very common feature of modern vampire lore to have that kind of uh, that sexual tension that exists between vampire and human. And, human yeah. and so that while that was fascinating enough, but what I really appreciated about this episode was it it has perhaps been so far the episode that has given us uh, the the most into Joss Whedon's uh, idea of what a vampire is mm -hmm. and which myths he was going to incorporate that he plans to incorporate into the series and which ones I agree I agree all right well thank you Jr thank you so much for being the Giles of our Watchers Council tonight no accent though but it's cool it's okay he's still pretty cute um oh, so and has a nice butt too that he does uh yeah. so yeah. we'll go ahead and by the way thank you to sherlock and fiona for playing the monsters in the middle of the podcast <laughs> yeah, that was great thing. i appreciated <laughs> that and uh we're gonna get out of here so until next time this is meg your buffy expert and this is squatina your buffy virgin and we will see you next time at the bronze adios <laughs>